You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Ah, oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Big Diva Energy, the podcast for and about fabulous people being fucking extralent. I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas, and my husband Tom is also here. I'm just riding the waves with my loose woman. And we have got a belter of a subject today. A singer, an actress, a TV personality, and the most glamorous thing to come out of Wakefield since... The most glamorous thing to come out of Wakefield... She caught the crest of a wave of fame in 2008 with proto-reality TV hit The Cruise, where viewers fell in love with the Dame of Yorkshire, the diva of daytime, none other than the great Jane MacDonald. <gasps> and with us to discuss Jane is another entertainment legend. Our guest is Ireland's sassiest triple threat performer, the hottest thing ever to come out of Northern Ireland, largely because his costumes are made of unbreathable fabric. It's Graham de la Cruz. Hey, Graham. Hello. Hi, darling. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure. I had fuck all else to do. (laughs) How's your isolation been, doll? Do you know what? Um, It's not too bad. Right. How are you passing the days? uh, Drinking a lot. Sure. (laughs) Um, crying quite a bit <laughs> and then drinking a bit more while you cry dehydrated aren't you by that point while that's crinking um, <laughs> crying and drinking yeah lovely I, I mean I'm on holiday times I'm on you know when you go to the airport and you're like Jesus Christ my flight's at 7 o'clock in the morning and you're like I'll have a beer yeah I'm on that well you've been on so many cruises Graham you must your, your internal body clock must be all over the shop must be like Bobby. a time machine. It's, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Shot. I've got it. Just shot her internal clock. <laughs> Literally have. For the for the listener as podcast aren't a visual medium, we've got to fill you in. Graham may be in lockdown, but she's locked a lip on, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's got oh. a full beat. The hair is blown out. It's a sequin. It's a boa. Okay. And is this in, in Jane's honour or were you wearing it anyway? I'm not going to lie. Um, this is the first time in about two weeks that I've got dressed. <laughs> um, and also, can I give you a visual? Can, the people that are listening to this, they yeah. can see it as well. Are they? We'll explain to you our podcast work later, but yeah, carry on. Okay, so we've oh. got glitter realness, we've got a boa. Oh, it's gorgeous. We've got shorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we'll have to pop that up on the Insta. Because... I'm, Morgan, I'm not a tech. I, I, I know you're I not a dick dog. I've been working out. Oh yes, I hear you've been you've been you've been doing a lot of exercise, haven't you, since lockdown? <laughs> I've got to get my action somewhere, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, all natural. I thought it's a very natural. It's, it's a low key. <laughs> this harsh line. <laughs> Just a slick of Vaseline, and she's ready to go. I mean, listen, I've snorted more harsh lines than I've worn. Okay. <laughs> Graham, what does Jane McDonald mean to you? Ah, do you know what? I absolutely, I I mean, I love me, I love me a diva. That's why I've always loved this podcast. Mm. Um, uh, Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Like, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm, Yeah, Um, we're we're pleased. But also, J-Mac, J-Mac, she just encapsulates so many things that I love. Um, Killer voice. Killer voice, the voice is, uh, you know what? You cannot mess with the vocals. You can't mess with the vocal chops on the bitch. It is a, it's a solid, solid it's voice. Nice. But also, I do, I, I just, I mean, she's just a gay icon as well, isn't she? She is. She is. She's an. She. I think. I. The reason why I wanted to cover Jane is because of her work ethic. She's a workhorse, Jane McDonald. She doesn't stop. She? she doesn't stop. She has actually done some really prestigious gigs. She has. She's funny. Off yeah. the cuff, just naturally. Yeah. And I think her Grizabella at Blackpool is... Excuse me. <laughs> she gave her Grizabella in Cats. Oh, and, and quite frankly, I think she was robbed for the film. I think it would have been much better if, oh, if I'm Jane not being funny. I watched the film the other night. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me. I love a bit of MT. Mm. Uh, uh, I genuinely... I was sober... Oh, God. Surprise. Um, 
That's a bad I thought start. I was chipping. I yeah, thought but, I was chipping my yeah, tits off. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't What's it? What's a crock of shit? <laughs> I don't want to watch Ian McKellen licking himself. <laughs> You've had to warn him about that. Meow, meow, what? meow. <laughs> I mean, Jay Hart, love her. I, I, but... I dispute her performance. Well, she was just a ball of snot. She was, babe. She looked like an advert for Vicks. <laughs> she looked like a bad she was... one of that. <laughs> a bad, she yeah. In the product. She looked like the before, didn't she? She's the before, not the after. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get that with Jane. You would not get that. She'd have wiped that nose. Oh, with our Jane. Go to the image, the gallery on jamedonald.com. You'll see a picture of her done up as Grisabella, and I couldn't tell it wasn't Nicole Scherzinger. What I do enjoy in Mac being Grisabella is she's age appropriate. Yes, exactly. Like she's been around. I can I can see her giving you raggy old alley cat. You know, that's what I want. She's pissed out a few alleys in her time. She yeah, has. she has. Hasn't oh, she? Obsessed with her. Yeah. So before we get into talking about Jane, well, I'd like to ask you the questions that we ask all of our fabulous guests, Graham. Oh, babe. Um, although. Uh, Sorry, I do just need to get in this up top. Go on. I'm so thrilled with this. It's Graham de la Cruising with Jane McDonald. Living for it, babe. It's Living fate. It. It's absolutely going to go viral. Although, given how good you're looking on this, I think you should change your name to Graham de la Zoom. Oh. Oh, lovely. Oh, he's just done the, he's done the thank you for the compliment nod and then picked up his wine. <laughs> also, Tom, it's slightly awkward when oh. you flirt at me in front of your wife. Yeah, it is actually. That's Can true. you tone it down? We have please? a problem with a lot of the guests. Yeah. What happens in Tottenham happens in Tottenham. Well, I'll tell you what happens in Tottenham. Hardcore madness today. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. I've eaten in the McDonald's. You have. You For have. 24 hours. We've been lip syncing, haven't we? Oh, we did. Yeah, we had been lip syncing. <laughs> I mean, I say we. Tom made us watch him lip sync for about three hours. <laughs> Without a break. So we, we invented a game uh, where the game is you get someone to watch you lip sync. <laughs> and, oh, does it pay off? Oh, it's a time. We had a, quite the time. We stayed up till about six in the morning yeah, lip syncing at each other. It was Didn't we have to choose songs to... for each other to lip sync? Yeah, there yeah. was some sort of like... Yeah, but then I think out. it changed into the next category was I'm just going to lip sync to a song that I wanted to lip sync. <laughs> And then Tom did perform the part of Javert for hours. Uh, and then what you want about, I want to have a pearl, a pearl, if I got a pearl. What was that song? You did it like a para song with oh, lots of words. The Music Man, that's your speciality. Oh. It. <laughs> what a pool. Oh, Trouble. <laughs> trouble from <laughs> The Music Man. What a pool. With the capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that he performed it all on his knees. <laughs> Had to at that point. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Covering us this lip sync. <laughs> All of his knees. We've been at Soho. Oh, do you remember the Soho Theatre Bar? It was so expensive. Oh, in like, the before. I miss those incredibly oh, expensive bars. So crowded. Crocker fuck, isn't it? <laughs> so hot. So <laughs> right, what are these questions? I'm going to ask you the questions that we ask everyone. Mm-hmm. Graham de yeah, Cruz. Yeah. Graham. I will always love you. Who oh. is your ride or die diva? Um, now, uh-oh, <laughs> unfold the scroll, strap in. <laughs> I've now listen. I've I've interpreted this question mm-hmm. <laughs> as in like my ride or die, Dave. Who am I going to be having the night out with? Oh who, right, who, yeah. Who's my bitch that's there for me? Yeah. When oh. I'm sick in and regretting every life choice I've made. Right. Um, I've got two. Okay, let's hear them. Is that really naughty? No, you can do what you want, Gray. I mean, I'm You're a big star. Um, obviously, Cher. Obviously. Oh, I love you crossed yourself. Yeah. Before you said <laughs> <laughs> Her Don't take the name Cher. It's got to be Cher, and it's got to be Cher. And then maybe if I have to, like, tag team them. Yeah. Whoopee. <gasps> oh, whoa. Oh. oh, lovely. So you got Cher for the... To hold your hair. Shares for you... drinks. Shares for drinks. <laughs> and then you Hang on. Big You're whoopee. leaving share before you go out to the club. <laughs> With whoopee. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on, whoopee. I live for whoops. I live for whoopee. I genuinely, hand on my heart, think Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, oh. is the greatest motion picture movie ever made. You can when whoopee goes, yeah, but I just goes hard. I just all the songs. You just... <laughs> 
<laughs> she'd be like, yeah, I don't care about your conversation or your opinions. Just sing me a little bit of ball of confusion. I oh, should be so pleased to be on the hell with you. <laughs> yeah, get the shots in, Whoopi. I will follow him. Maybe I'll swap them around. I don't know, but those two bitches. Graham, you you obviously, because of the Panny D, did not get to do your run at London's Vault Festival. I didn't, baby. But you can now probably reveal that you did have several set pieces that were as big as shares, didn't you? Yeah. Planned. You bought, you'd you'd invested in a a full Trojan horse sequence. No, filling out that paperwork was a fucking trial. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I did have many a big set piece. I had... 12 costume changes. 12 in an hour show. For a 53 minute show. <laughs> uh, 37 minutes of that was me changing. <laughs> but that's what the people want, Honey Morgan. That's what they want. They want the glitz. They come to you for the glitz. They come to you for the that's glam. That's what they for. And that's, <laughs> that's what they try and get comps for, is for that Isn't kind it? of glamour. Mm. It's sad. I don't want to dwell on the whole oh. coronavirus because. We all know what it is, and we all want a bit of escapism and a bit of fun, but obviously you can't take away from the fact that it is an awful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, Bot is very much dear to our hearts. It is, and Miss Rona... They had to make a very difficult decision in what they did. Yes. And to anyone that's listening, I'm like, support those guys, because it's a cracking fucking place. Absolutely. The wine's too expensive, but I love it. (laughs) My second question for you, Graham, to the crew. Yes, babe. (laughs) Who runs the world? Which diva would you give the nuclear codes to? Hands down, Paddy LePone. <laughs> not even, not even a second of thought there. Paddy LePone. Paddy LePone. Why does Patty get the nuclear codes? Because <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck, babe. Yeah, that's who I want in charge of the nuclear option. <laughs> yeah, but also you say that. You need which a is valid. <laughs> <laughs> You like strong, authoritative government, is what I'm getting here, Grey. Yeah. You want a full, top-down experience. Paddy Lepone. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Paddy. I think Paddy. I think she... it's a great choice. The, the thing is, Holly Morgan, mm-hmm. I love a strong woman. Yeah. And I think you look at the, the women that are fucking killing it in this crazy, crazy situation in the world right now. Mm-hmm. It is all women! She's not wrong. She's not wrong because I read Wikipedia, Tom. <laughs> I was laughing at the fact that you said, if you look at all the women that are running places in this, they're all women. <laughs> I did say that. Also, I have drunk nearly a bottle of wine. <laughs> the point still stands. It's very valid. But I think um, just that no bullshit. Yeah. And Paddy the Pun... She's not about the bullshit. No, she ain't got time for it. Because also, no. also she'll tell you, she'll say something really offensive and then go, what? Have you watched Hollywood? Yes. Oh, lovely. I, do you know what? I mean, now, it is a crock of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it knows it's a crock of shit. Yeah. It's fully in on it. Oh, I lived for it. Oh, watching Patty Lepone get turned out by a lovely sort of meaty gigolo. Oof. <laughs> Yes, it's like per. your king, because yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Holly, I'm desperate, but I don't want a meaty gigolo. <laughs> Not a meaty gigolo. Not a meaty gigolo. I'm taking fun of the butchers. Um, <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, oh, she's everything in that, isn't she? She's everything. She's everything. But I feel like oh. she is just being Paddy Lapone. Yeah, a, in a built-up a... area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You book Lapone, you get Lapone. That's yeah. what her agent says. Yeah, it's great, though, isn't it? Isn't it lovely? Just the sign off of the agent's email. Yeah. <laughs> if you book Lapone, you get Lapone. It's not the email's not even I... about Lapone. Well, she can press the buttons and blow everybody up, <laughs> or whatever it is. Whatever that is. Material girl, what's I on your button. rider? My rider. Now, listen. You know me. I am a very. Um, down-to-earth girl. Yeah, um, grounded. Not a lot that I ask for, apart from three bottles of Echo Falls Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, why are you laughing? No, I don't think... Hay fever. Hay fever. Hay fever. Hay fever. And also a family size bag of Watsits. <laughs> In a bowl, because I'm not a monster. You're not an animal. I'm not an animal. 
And that's it. That's it. Three bottles of Echo Falls and a... <laughs> and a comfy chair. A comfy chair for Mammy. Oh. A comfy chair. Oh, you know what? That's something that... I'm surprised you didn't pick Mammy for your diva. Is she going to be upset with you? Uh, she hasn't got a clue. <laughs> I mean, the thing is... Or a phone. Um, so, guys, basically, I said to Mammy, I said, Mammy, I'm doing a podcast. And it took me about an hour and 10 minutes to explain to mommy what a podcast was. She thought that it was a tablet you take when you have your lady itch. <laughs> she was like, oh, when you pop a podcast. And I was like, no, no, no. Podcast is like the radio, but on your phone. Let me guess. Mammy thought a podcast was a pessary. <laughs> and then you had to explain to her. A what? A pessary. What's that? A pe- the tablet when you have your lady itch. It's the tablet that you put up. Said, oh, I thought it was... Kanistan. Yes, that's, cream, that's the it? brand. Yeah. No, no, no. They, they also make the pessary. The pessary <laughs> is a less popular choice than the cream. Other brands like are available. Pessary, like a stop sign. Pessary. She... Don't go in. <laughs> pessary, pessary. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a really measured rider. I think we could probably prov- provide that for you next time we do a gig. Thanks, babes. Yeah. Now, I just like to be drunk and forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> now, Graham. Have you ever been a diva? Surprise, surprise. I have. Can you tell us a little I've bit? I've had a moment. That? Okay. What happened? Um, I, I love that sometimes Holly tries to do my accent. <laughs> and then backs away from it like a frightened <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> when, okay. <laughs> Um, okay. What is my accent? Who knows? I'll have a breath. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, once, when I was at school, it's a cliffhanger, um, it was a school production of Oliver. Mm-hmm. I was playing Mr. Bumble. Ooh. So, first of all, there's never been a sassier Mr. Bumble. <laughs> More? What? Mm. Winding that um, neck. <laughs> so I wasn't happy in the first place of being cast at that part. Oh. Do you know what? This you. is very common. I, I was very unhappy with my casting as Mrs. Bedwin. Who's that? Exactly. Do carry on. So what does she do? She just like busies herself in the background and then sings one verse of Where is Love. Does she just like pick up things and put them back down? More or less. She's Yeah. Is she? Basically a stage manager with a solo. That's an ASM. <laughs> she is. In a Kenwright show. On stage cover. She's a fucking Kenwright. Did so, you so... get push and pull for that? <laughs> Not in my year six production. Although ironically, listen, there was I some was push and pull in five. the school. I played the part of uh, Mr. Bumbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what happened was we had Mr. Crump who was the MD slash music teacher. Mm-hmm. We used to call him Stig. <laughs> Stig of the Crumb, thank you. Lovely, literary. So opening night, the only night, <laughs> I'm up there giving my boy for sale. Oh, lovely. I mean, she's giving vib. <laughs> Isn't it a famous I... like song for a bass, boy for sale? Yeah. And I'm a mezzo. <laughs> With a platter. By the side. Yeah. <laughs> I just riff. It was before its time, but I was like, let's educate people. <laughs> Give them a vib. Um so I'm giving my boy for sale and he is lagging. Oh. Have you seen um what's the film with the man with the drums? Oh, um Whiplash? Yes. Yes. Um you know it's, it's the whole are, are you are you being quick or you're being slow, but it's oh, better yeah. than Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like that. He's lagging behind. I caught a show stop. You <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it. Just... I caught a show stop. <laughs> Can you... Can you act it out? What? Can you can we act out? Give us boy for sale and, and then I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be Mr. Crump. So I'm going. Bye. Bye. Sale. Can we stop the show, please? 
Sorry, can we stop? I know none of you parents have paid for a ticket, but I'm stopping the show. Mr. Crumb, stick over here. You're lagging. It's Colavoce, which means follow me. So we had this moment where we were just staring at each other. Oh my God. I'm obviously on stage. And I say on stage, it was like on the same level as the front row. <laughs> so I'm not really on a stage. So it's all in like the gym. Uh, yeah. And you're doing and the you, confrontation. You gym. <laughs> and you know those weird things. You know, you used to climb up them um, on the wall, but then they'd like pull them Monkey out. Bars. Oh, yeah, that was just called obliquely the apparatus in my school. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had this set two. We're just staring at each other. And I was like, Mr. Cramp. You're lagging. I can't have someone lagging behind me. Also, I didn't want to be that part to begin of with. Of course. You, well, you had eyes on Dodger. Paper, babes. And you were. Yeah. No, I can't. Right. Yeah. <sighs> what age are you in this, in this moment? How old? Yeah. Eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't imagine that you were a, a bulky eight-year-old. That role was made famous by Harry Seacombe. <laughs> I did. I, I, what I would do was I would shove two pillows up myself. Uh, and then, and then I would how do you get ready the for block. the play? <laughs> and then I'd run around the block until I was a little bit ruddy. <laughs> and then I'd eat a Twix. Why? That was the method. What was the Twix for? <laughs> Just to get his gums I needed a bit of glimmy. sugar because I ran around the block twice. <laughs> Um, anyway, we did a show stop. Yeah. Not being funny, it was a bit of a tense atmosphere. Sure. <laughs> um, he kind of signed. Have you ever heard anybody silently cry? <laughs> have you ever heard that? I oh, have. You must have. Yeah, we've been married for a couple of years now. <laughs> he silently cried, and then I just went, Thank you. <laughs> and we started again. And to give him his cheese, he wasn't as shit as the first time. <laughs> You're taking and your feedback told, on board. Well, I was told them and Mr. Bumble stole it. Stole, stole. Well, I'm sure it did. I'm sure. Do you know what we 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 talk a lot about what this term diva means on the show? And I think that was diva, but not in the negative tabloid sense. Mm. I think that was a diva who goes, "Hang on, this is not being done properly." I am here to ensure quality. Yeah, it's well, a quality like, control check. Like Patty Lapone. Parents are coming here and they don't want to. I mean, when you're a parent watching kids' shows, you don't want to watch other children, do you? No. No, you've you only want to there see for yours. Your, your kid up there being a dick. So you were just thinking of Mammy. You were like, Mammy doesn't want to hear me hear this laggy, laggy version. Holly, of I was thinking about my future. <laughs> did you have agents in? Uh, we did have. Um, <laughs> I think we had one agent in. <laughs> um, also, Mammy doesn't get all that. She did invite an agent who came that night. Um, we didn't see them. Was it a travel agent? they left. <laughs> just before... Um, they'd left just before Consider Yourself. Oh. Which is sad because, I mean, I wasn't even in it. It's also... Who, who structured this production of Oliver? <laughs> Consider yourself as before boy for sale. I know. <laughs> Topsy turvy. I mean, it was called Oliver Remix. Oh, <laughs> did Denise Van Outen play Fagin? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Superb. Well, we're going to have a little wee, and then we're okay. Gonna... <laughs> we'll have a little whistle, and then we'll get into J Mac. Yeah, I need a wee. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> We're back. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, Jane Ann McDonald was born on the 4th of April, 1963, the same day that the Titanic arrived in Southampton some 51 years before. High time for another cruising legend to be born. Baby Jane was the third child of parents Peter and Queen Jean. In a segment that loose women called The Place That Made Me Loose, <laughs> Jane revealed that her first words were downtown. That's right, as in the Petula Clark song. So her first words 
was sung. Uh, she also introduced the world to her butcher, Jonathan. Despite the fact that she is thought to be as northern as people from the north, her parents are in fact from norther than the north. They are Scottish. Jane told the Scotsman, the newspaper, not her dad, I'm the only one of the family born in Yorkshire. My aunt came down first with her husband and told my mum there was plenty of work in Wakefield. My dad was going to Australia, but mum said no. We'll go to Wakefield. Graham, do you happen to remember your earliest words? Can we do that again, please? (laughs) That was a five. I needed it a ten. (laughs) Jane left school at 16 and hit the clubs, and her dad was her roadie. About these early showbiz roots, Jane reminisced, I'd always sung along to the radio, Dionne Warwick, Dusty Springfield, and started in an accordion band. But I played that band in an accordion band. We'll Multiple band. accordions. <laughs> More than one accordion by this end of it. The several accordions. It's an accordion band. There's loads of accordions. I yeah. think so. It's the way she's just like, oh, I was in an, an accordion band. band. No, I used to sing along to all sorts of stuff. Dionne Warwick, Dusty That's Springfield, an accordion band. <laughs> But I played that badly. Well, apparently she she gave up the accordion, Graham, um, and sang instead. And speaking of singers, did you play an instrument before? Have you got an accordion? Do I play an instrument? Mm. Well, did, do. My voce. Oh, beautiful. Good, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) She continues. I sat on my speakers in the back of my dad's van, a rickety old Toyota covered in rust. He said, we'll have this one because no one will break into it. Driving for miles and hours up and down the M60 and the M62. We did that for 15 years. It was great and oh. we both loved it. She was oh. very close to her dad. He was a miner and a chimney sweep who was also still found the time to help further his daughter's dreams. Oh, was, was he in your production lovely? of Oliver? Isn't that lovely? <laughs> I know. It doesn't He's get hard. Chimney sweep. What, babe? He was a chimney sweep. And a miner. It doesn't I'm get more a... hard working. It doesn't get dirtier. <laughs> Imagine the tub after he'd been in. Bloody hell. I reckon you get up early, do your mining, and then it's a late night chimney sweep. He was a young chimney sweep. <laughs> yeah, are you sure he wasn't a chimney sweep and then became a miner? I don't. Well, look, all chimney sweeps are miners, to be fair. True. <laughs> in the Victorian period. Um, sidebar. Were well, her parents in the Victorian era? I think they might. How been. old is Jane McDonald? <laughs> that was from the 1863. <laughs> Dad was a chimney sweep. Also, is this Wikipedia? Because Wikipedia is an absolute lying bitch. She's, no, I, I, no, she's genuinely done the research. I've delved deep. I've had, I've had a lovely time. You didn't I, read the biography, did you? You didn't read the autobiography, but where did you read it? It was serialised in the mirror. Did you, speak, did you zoom Jane McDonald? <laughs> I zoomed Jane. Do you know what? <gasps> hashtag zoom Jane. I reckon we can. We can. Okay, listeners, get hashtag zoom Jane trending. Hashtag zoom Jane. Oh, and that, oh God, have you not your wine over? I just spilled a glass of wine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit, it's red as well. Mammy's going to kill you. Carry on. Is Mammy in the house? She's in the loft. <laughs> <laughs> Throw but your bow around. Carry on, because you're going to have to clean this up. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so he's a miner in a chimney sweep, which is potentially where Jane got her incredible work ethic from. Hmm. Uh, Jane has said, uh, my dad said, you can do anything you want, but you have to work for it. <laughs> Graham is now is wiping up his red wine. So. He's, got work, he's got to work for that. Uh, Jane was a bit of a romantic late bloomer, as oh, yeah. her dad was always around in the early days. But it was whilst working in the clubs that she met the love of her life, Ed Wall Roth. Now, I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> we think it's short for Walter, right? I assume so. Or Wall. Is it Wall or Wall? <laughs> short for Wall. <laughs> just took the last L off. <laughs> yeah. Wall, what Wall. You wouldn't be able to tell even if she said it, it could be Wall. 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 Ed Wall. Could be either. Look, do you need to whack some salt down on that? It's a lot of wine. Have you got any white wine? Of course you Surprise do. Was any Put left. white wine oh. on. White wine on a, on a red wine stain? White wine on a red wine stain gets rid of I'm, it. I'm, I'm still here. Carry on. <laughs> this is like my dreams on a carpet. <laughs> oh, shit. Graham spilt her dreams all over the carpet. Oh, it's a lot of wine. <laughs> She just keeps bobbing up to the camera. I don't put it down the toilet because of fatbergs. Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm I'm terrified of the fatberg. Mammy! (laughs) Where's Mammy? Has Mammy gone to clean someone else's house? She's in the loft. (laughs) I put her in the loft, babe. Can she get down? No, I've only got little legs. If I give her the stairs. (laughs) God, it's it's like hereditary. (laughs) Yeah, she's not showing any signs. She's just doing my tits in. (laughs) Uh, in her, I was trying to wipe away a shadow. 
I'm trying to wash up here, shadow. Oh, you kept moving, and you're like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> in her book, Riding the Waves, Jane writes of how she first encountered Ed drumming in... Are we calling him Ed, not Wall? She calls him Ed now. Oh. So when was he called Wall, Ed. then? Not Ed. Ed or Wall. He was Wall when she knew him in the past. So So when he was the drummer, he was known as Wall in the band. But now he's Ed. Right, okay. So in her book, Riding the Waves, Jane writes of how she first encountered Ed drumming in disco group Liquid Gold. Mm. Uh, Jane writes of Ed, he was tall, blonde and built like a god. Oh, Jane. We hit it off and started going out. Not a meaty butcher or whatever it was you called him (laughs) earlier, a meaty gigolo. (laughs) Yeah, a meaty jig. I mean, of course, all butchers are meaty, to be fair. It's yeah. like saying a sooty chimney sweep, isn't it? <laughs> yes. oh. I'm back. I'm back. Thank God. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> so, Wall. I have a mental snapshot of Wall in the morning light, walking naked across the room. Wow, that's a body, I thought. Tell you what, riding the waves is saucy. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> I wish I'd read. Riding the waves, that's a euphemism, isn't it? Well, it, oh, riding the waves. Oh, my God. Yeah, the waves is Wall. <laughs> Cock. Wall is the wave. Or cock. <laughs> or Jane writes that she knew he was the one. And when he started pointing out rings in shops, I couldn't help hoping. That is until Ellie, the group singer, said, you can't hold him back, Jane, and I can't see you twiddling your thumbs while he's off around the world. So, sadly, they broke up, oh. and that was all we hear from Ed for now. Oh, Ellie, no. wind your fucking neck in. <laughs> Who is she? I don't know. She's, She's the singer as well. Yeah. She must have heard them pipes. I bet. Why is Ellie getting involved? Because she thought she thought Jane was coming for the coming for the vote. She's a backing singer. She's a. She will be a backing singer if Jane's got anything to do with it. Backhand singer. Uh, Jane is briefly married to a man named Paul from 1987 to 1988. Any man named Paul or? Honestly, I couldn't find his surname. Paul McCartney, isn't it? Oh my god. She was married to Paul McCartney. You, you were truth. I'm McCartney. I'm a McCartney truther. Oh, and the truth is not that he was dead, it's that he was married to Jane McDonald <laughs> in the 80s. For a year. <laughs> 87 to 88. Yeah. She said of, of Paul, my first husband was a lovely man. It was all my fault. Oh. I made a mistake and he deserved better. I got oh. out as quickly as I could. I didn't want to put us both through prolonged agony. Oh. So we, oh. Now, Graham, um, have you ha- ever had a love that got away? Not that they know of. <laughs> I don't mean, did you have someone trapped in the house and then they escaped? Not Mammy. Not a Mammy in the attic. Now, the problem is, Tony Morgan. Yeah, I have. Oh. And that's mm. all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, I, I think you can attract the wrong people. That's true. Because of how you are at that time. And yeah. then you have to rearrange and learn who you are, and then you attract the right people. Very true. Well, maybe Ellie got involved for a reason, because Jane and Ed yeah, weren't Yeah, no, right I believe that. Then. Well, I mean, much Ellie's, like we yeah. met. Yeah, we met 10 years before we actually met. Yeah, next to, a, next to a bear in the basement of the Globe. We'll put a picture I mean, on the Instagram. She was dressed as the Queen, I was dressed as the Burger King. Sorry, babe. That bear's got stories to tell. Oh, <laughs> that bear's seen a bit of life. Yeah, he ended has. up on a skip. I think you meet people at the right time for what you are going through. Yeah. Mm. And then sometimes those people stay. Sometimes they don't. It doesn't matter. I agree. But you've stayed, both of you, and I've tried to get rid of you. I know, you tried very hard, but we're like the stain on that carpet, not going anywhere, babe. (laughs) I'm literally looking down at the stain. (laughs) Put some salt on it. Mammy's scrubbing away with a bit of (laughs) Ajax. Okay, so soon after this, Jane gets her first job on a cruise. First, it's the Black Prince and later the Horizon. Uh, sadly, her dad, Peter, never got to see Jane achieve stardom. Uh, you remember that he was a minor and Jane said of his passing, his heart gave up in the end and his lungs were so full that he just couldn't sustain it. I spent a lot of time with him when we were on the road and I'm glad about that. Aww. Oh, that's Tragic, That's isn't it? Horrible, isn't it? See, every diva needs a little bit of adversity. A tragic backstory. Tragic yeah. backstory. Her dad, fifteen years of roading for her, never got to see her headlining yeah. on the cruise ships, which eventually means, you know, leads to genuine stardom. Yeah. Um, so, following her dad's death, she begins working on the Zenith, and later the Century, and eventually she began working as a headliner on the Century sister ship, the Galaxy. The oh. Galaxy. Graham, <laughs> tell us a bit about your route to cruising. My route to cruising? Yeah. 
As in um, on cruise ships. Keep it clean. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> good night. <laughs> huh. How did you first get into few, cruising? I've done a few cruises. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them have been um, Cali to... <laughs> no, the other way around. I've, I've, the Mersey Ferry. I've, I've done a lot of pianos. Um, I've not been on that many cruises. You're, you're, is it a stage name, Graham De La Cruz, or is it a family name, De La Cruz? No, the family name is not De La Cruz. <laughs> the family name is Oshade. <laughs> so basically, there's me and Mammy and my sister Siobhan. Oh, shit. Oh, shade. Oh, shade. Oh, shade. Sorry. Don't be caught. I'm so sorry. It's the accent, isn't it? Um, we did lose my daddy oh. when I was about six. I'm terribly sorry, Graham. In pennies, which is the Primark equivalent in Ireland. We last saw him on the socks. <laughs> and then he was gone. He couldn't find his way um, home. We never saw him again. Oh, God. Do you know what he was? Do you know what he was? Slipped off he might have, looking. He might have lost himself in the invisible chain of socks. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but it's basically been me, Mammy and Siobhan. Right. So De La Cruz um, is more of a... Um, it's my stage name. It's a stage... It's a ho- you're hoping for more cruise work, would you say? Work. <laughs> <laughs> Just any work, babe. So should you be called Graham De La... Can I have a job? Graham De La Chinney Sweep. I probably should, but I don't want to sound like I'm desperate. <laughs> Graham yeah, sure. De La Job Seekers. Graham Teller. Universal anything, credit. Anything. Um, but my sister Siobhan, she lives in Dublin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Karen. What? No, you took a, you took like a victory sip of your wine after you said she lives in Dublin. <laughs> like that was the end of it. I mean, it might be. Um, so my sister Siobhan lives in Dublin with the partner Sharon. Mm. And they run a bespoke um, dog grooming parlour. I'm obviously now back in Derry with Mammy Mm. in our two by two. (laughs) (laughs) The animal. You don't even know what that means. (laughs) Um, A bit of wood, isn't it? (laughs) So you've not cruise life is 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 you've had you've done a couple of pianos. You've mostly done done a few pianos. Yeah, you've done you've done the whole the holiday camps though. That was your... I've done a few holiday camps and also I did used to work in an all-inclusive um, Spanish holiday resort. Oh, what was that called? called? Club Soul. Club Soul. Yeah, I think which I've I, heard was, of Club Soul. I was head of entertainment. <gasps> that must have been... How long did you occupy that position, Graham? I was there for about three years. Who, you, who did you work with? So the core team of uh, the reps was myself. Mm-hmm. And then our head rep was called Claire. He was an Essex girl. He couldn't know her else from a vulva. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Trevor, he was in charge of the kids' club. Oh, he sounds nice. We did have two children die. <laughs> oh. If you want to edit that out, that's fine. Um, and then Cynthia, he was in charge of miscellaneous. Misc. Just for the listeners, uh, you put some uh, air quotes around that. Is that? Did you and Cynthia not have a good relationship, or? Oh, me and Cynthia, I love Cynthia. Oh, right. I, Bad at a job. It was like my Eliza Doolittle. Oh, she was your project, was she? Mm-hmm. I wanted to make her fair, so I'm like. Hmm. Did you just take her glasses off? Yeah. <laughs> Worked, did it? I was like, I don't give a shit if you can't see. Get them off. They're awful. Fell down the they stairs. Are <laughs> What a modern-day Pygmalion story. I did, I did a few cruises. Um, I mean, Jay McDonald did a few cruises and won a BAFTA. I did a few cruises and caught chlamydia. <laughs> Jay McDonald uses many, many water-based metaphors in Riding the Waves. This fact is provided without comment. We're going to cast you away now, Graham. Cast you back on the sea of time to 1998, when the nation found itself swept away on a tidal wave of affection for the breakout star of a new reality TV show, The Cruise. 
water. Graham, did you watch The Cruise? I did. Did you? Can you remember it? I genuinely did. When it came out? Yeah. Wow. Do you remember the theme? I've just revisited it on YouTube. The theme is a lot. Oh, it's, it, it, yeah, it's too much. It's, a, it's, way, it's really like sort of like Wagnerian opera, like, ah, yeah. the Cruise! What I remember is that she was the breakout character yeah. on that programme. She and was the lead. Like I said earlier, it might not be in this edit. I don't know how it works. Um, I think she is the first reality TV star. Yeah, 100%. One of the first. Yeah, her and Maureen from Driving School. The BBC, Maureen actually. from Driving School. They really pioneered it. She's a dick. <laughs> she was a dick. I think that they called it at the time like a candid... Candid documentary or something? They didn't, they didn't quite have the term... They didn't have the term reality TV. Uh, but, Tom, you've got a quote from the Independent's review. Yeah, so the Independent is a quote from the review uh, of the cruise. Me mashed potatoes are going wild in me tummy, confessed Jane, the Yorkshire chanteuse, who brings a dash of the Batley Working Men's Club to the Passengers of the Galaxy, a floating <laughs> leisure centre, which is the subject of Christopher Terrell's The Cruise, BBC One, 8 o'clock. Jane is very likeable. Not only because she hides vodka in an Evian bottle in order to steady her nerves before curtain up, or because she gets weepy when she calls her mum up on the telephone, but also because of the unstinting conviction with which she belts out cover versions of Tina and Whitney hits. Graham, ever knowingly had Evian in an Evian bottle? No. <laughs> Good stuff. Graham, did you train? I did train, babes. Where did you train? I trained at the Derry Academy of Germanic Arts. Or as we call it in the business, Dada. Beautiful. Um, um, so, did they teach you that it would be a good idea to put a little bit of vodka in your in your in your water bottle? Well, the thing is, Holly Morgan. Um, mm. I went there knowing that I was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I. They told you but, that you. They knew you were good, and you knew it too. Well, I knew I was good. That's the difference. Oh, I see. So you didn't get I much validation I... from, from yeah. Dada? I was only there for three months, because uh, <laughs> that's what I needed. And then we had a bit of a set to about something that happened. That what? is in my uh, one-man show. Oh. I'm not going to reveal it, because She's hopefully in the next five years I'll do it again. Uh, but basically, what was the question? Who knows? Whether you trained. <laughs> oh, no, I've trained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yes. Yeah, I have. uh, Jane became an overnight sensation at 35. Uh, She was the breakout star of the show, which was watched by an average of 14 million viewers per episode. But there was actually another diva on board. Uh, Mrs. Goodman, a Finchley resident in Hyacinth Bouquet cosplay, who was deeply aggrieved by the changes to the crew's timetable. My member of parliament used to be Mrs. Thatcher, she told the hairdresser on board. The implication (laughs) being that Mrs. Goodman and Finchley's more famous succubus had more than a constituency in common. Her mantra was, I've been on 17 cruises and I'm not happy. That's blindingly apparent. Graham, what do you say to customers like Mrs. Goodman? Fuck off. But what particularly gripped the nation was the whirlwind love affair between Jane and Henrik Brixen, a plumbing engineer on board the ship. Following the success of the cruise and the popularity of Henrik and Jane's romance, the BBC broadcast their marriage in a 1998 TV special. Can you even? (laughs) Sorry. Can you even? Jane MacDonald is the Meghan Markle of the working men's circuit. (laughs) She had a wedding broadcast to the nation. It's very moving. But it, it wasn't right, though, was it? And that is where we're going to take a little break, Graham. Uh, so normally in the before, uh, we'd have had you in our home, obviously, and we would have given you a little extra snack because we're extra. What do you think we would have done for you in honour of Jane? What would we have done for you? Probably now? nothing because I get the, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, get him on when he can't be in our house. Oh! No, I'm joking. I think probably... Um, some kind of frittata. Ooh, oh, spicy. <laughs> you just learned that word. Okay. <laughs> or uh, maybe like um, meaty chicken. <laughs> A meaty stick. A meaty stick. Ooh. Well, as you can see, behind us we have prepared 
a multi-course international buffet. <gasps> Look at all these amazing fried goods we've provided. Everything's so brown. Oh, yeah. oh my God, it's... Look an- at them. Look at it. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Brown. We've got Scotch Eggs, the Beige Buffet, babe. I love a Beige Buffet. That's why I've had them sausage rolls in it. Look, okay, I know we're... I don't want to bring the tone down, but did you read the headline about the the the, the buffet will be a thing of the past? What? No. They're saying that in a post-COVID-19 world, the buffet will be a thing of the past. Absolutely what? bullshit. <laughs> I love a buffet. A I buffet. love a buffet. I love a buffet. <laughs> I love a buffet. I, a beige buffet is my favourite thing in the world. I think it's an absolute atrocity. And you must always go there twice. <laughs> so we're going to have a pause to it to have some breaded shrimp. Or sausage oh. rolls. I mean, it's just sausage rolls, isn't it? Made I've from Stanley Tucci's nothing. cookbook. I'm going to clean up the stain on my carpet a bit more. That, mm. might, that might be advisable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break. You know what, rosé doesn't stain. No, I've got a red wine and a Prosecco. Is that rosé? <laughs> oh, it's quite the mix. Who knows? And we're back. Hello. Hello. So, after all the glamour and glitz of a wedding being broadcast to the nation, newlywed Henrik got on with the next logical career move from plumber to manager of a recording artist. Uh, that's right, Henrik became Jane's manager. Uh, this was surprisingly going to prove to be a bit of a mistake. Uh, Graham, do you think it sounds like a really, really bad idea for a diva to also have a professional relationship with her husband, just asking for a friend? Yes. Yeah. What she's done is what anyone would do and be like, oh, I love you. Oh, I'm making lots of money. Yeah. Coming to the shop. And he's himself said, I don't get the music industry. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> I think the instinct is, isn't it, to give your loved one a job? Be like, oh, 100%. this is a great idea. You know, we're, we're married. You could manage me. That makes that's a perfectly logical. And also, thing. manage. Don't like that. Well, ex- she you did. You can't manage J Mac. You can't manage J Mac, and she's uh, part of the reason why the relationship broke down, which we'll get to, is because she said he he was treating her more like a product than a wife. Yeah. Initially, he though, it was they were very day. successful to begin with. Uh, if you go to Jane's website, proudly run by Wix, uh, you will learn that Jane's first album outsold her nearest rivals by four to one and gained Jane a place in the Guinness Book of Records. It remained at number one for three weeks and achieved platinum status, staying in the top ten for eight weeks. Graham, are you familiar with the material on Jane's album? I mean, yeah. you'll be very familiar with the material, but have you heard her version of no, I Will Always Love You? Yeah. And all I would say is, uh, what I love about J-Mac <laughs> is that I don't want to hear her singing new songs. Don't no. Shit. No, it's like Susan Boyle. I want yeah. the classics. Done right. I want the... And she comes in. Yeah. I don't want a new song where I don't know the words. No. You want... I've got to learn them. <laughs> Look, it's not the 90s. You don't get I a don't smash hit to pull out here. anymore. You don't learn your own words. No, I don't. <laughs> you get someone else to learn your words for you. I don't know what's going on. She's got them written on the back of her hand. Absolutely. Or a prop. <laughs> a small prop. My favourite song she sings, second favourite, because my favourite song is called Winner. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Second favourite is when she covers And I Am Telling You. <gasps> oh, my right? God. Right? Bingo. Pixing. Pixing. Also. Pixing. She sings it on one of her albums, but she cannot pronounce the word man in the way that she should sing in that song. Oh. Because of her accent? She's all like, and I am telling you. And then she goes, you're the best man (laughs) I've ever known. It's awful. Well, on that first record, you can get her doing downtown because that was the uh, her first words. Live in, live in. She'll give you. Oh, was it the first track on the first record? No, it's it's, it's buried uh, in the middle. Well, that's because she was being managed by her husband, who was a plumber. <laughs> Didn't know what he was doing. Henrik. And I will always love you. Clo- closes it. Boo, Henrik. 
this early success was, I think we can all say with some certainty, off the back of the really successful telly show and not really anything to do with Henrik's abilities as a manager. Uh, but she did release three <laughs> further albums, which again, from janemcdonald.com, sponsored by Wix, uh, will inform you went gold and silver under Sony before she was dropped by the label. Henrik would later admit he did not understand the music industry and the couple split in 2003. Why was she dropped? It's not gonna do much. De- Basically, the, the 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 I think we can lay the blame at Henrik's door for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she Miss said she actually wrote, "I'd lost my manager, my husband, all my money, my self-respect, and my work." Just wow. for clarity, she had herself fired Henrik as a manager because he was fucking it. <laughs> That's me in lockdown. And then realizing, of course, that she hadn't used a water metaphor for a while, Jane continues, "I felt my life was in the gutter." So it was sink oh, or swim. Ma. Never forget was heart of the oh, autobiography. Yeah. Oh, she's in a real low ebb before. She likes yeah. a, a sea metaphor, but also a mixed one too. Yeah. She was in yeah. the gutter. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. Oh, <laughs> it was I a love really, her. Really <laughs> deep gutter. <laughs> Very Victorian once again. Yeah. See, that's all references come from Victorian periods. Oh, my God. Guys, I think we've uncovered something. Jane McDonald is actually a Victorian ghost. Yeah. I mean, have you watched? She claims to be 50. She's 150. (laughs) Have you watched We've Been Here Before? No, what's that? Have We Been Here Before? I might be wrong. Um, (laughs) Something around Have We Been Here Before? Um, It was a Channel 5 documentary, and you have a celebrity who gets regressed. Shane McDonald gets regressed. What's regressed? What does that mean? It's like when you go back. Basically, they go, okay, here's, here's my impression. Hello, Tom. Hi. What can, don't answer. What can you see? And they talk like that. What can you see? What's in your corridor? And that's how the lady talks, right? I'm not shitting you. Google it. Google it. I can't believe um, this. So Jane McDonald does it, and she's like, the lady takes her into this state, where she's like, Jane, what can you see? Regresses Jane McDonald back to her previous life. Jim, anybody else would be like, I'm I'm working in a field and I'm doing this. Shane McDonald is a dancer. She's in the fucking Russian ballet. <laughs> and then she gets drowned by another woman that's jealous of her. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And then she just goes, what can you feel, Shane? And she goes, oh, I'm getting drowned. <laughs> 100% genuinely honest that it's a programme. I could not find any reference to that in my research, but I am obsessed with it. Go on YouTube. Regressing with Jen McDonald. It's good, have we been here before we or something? Before? Dr. Fox was on there. <laughs> of course he was. He was, um, what was he? He was a jester. <laughs> so Jane was, as we said, she was in the gutter. Oh yeah, Jane. But she was sinking us women. Mm-hmm. Who do you think threw her a lifeline? Jane said in 2004, I was invited to join the Loose Women panel. It was a lifesaver, a fresh start, working with good, strong women who were my busy mates. And about Carol in particular, she said, (laughs) I used to love being on with Carol McGiffin. We were a brilliant double act because we never agreed on anything. When it first started, it was not very common was it to hear women yeah. given that sort of platform and told to go off in that way um, yeah. and yes we probably have now got to a stage where it would be interesting to have a a, a, a loose people <laughs> a, a more diverse yeah. set a more voices. diverse set of voices on the program I think I it totally should be that. loose people not loose women loose people loose people but it is boom time again for Jane uh, her and Carol on the gang put the world to rights every morning and her infectious charm once again wins over the nation. Uh, she was on Loose Women for 11 years and it's worth saying... Okay. that Yeah, 11 years. 11 years. And I think Jane was valued because she didn't hold back. Like, for example, on the day that Thatcher died... Uh, Jane provided a really interesting voice amongst these sort of unrelenting sycophancy and schmaltz by talking about her dad's experience as a minor. Wow. And potentially a chimney sweep as well. I don't know if it came up. I think she... she represented a different type of person on that panel um yeah, yeah interesting yeah live for jane and a big new job helped her reunite with a big old love Ooh. jane was having dinner with fellow loose woman linda bellingham r.i.p uh, my mum was mates with linda 
Oh, Linda Bellingham. Oh, lovely Linda. The Oxo oh, mum. Hashtag love Oxo. Oh, she was wonderful, wasn't she? She was a wasn't real she laugh. Sweet? Oh, oh, she was gorgeous. Yeah. So Jane and Linda are having dinner and Frank Allen from The Searchers spotted Jane and came over to say hello. He said to Jane, you used to go out with our drummer, Ed. But Jane shook her head and told him that she'd never gone out with a man called Ed. You probably know him as Wall Roth, replied Frank. And Jane said, oh my God, Wall, how is he? I haven't seen him since I was 18. That back and forth presenting was good, wasn't it? That back and forth was like a volley. Did you love that? I think we could go on daytime TV. It was like Federer and Nadal. Daily Diva. Look at that. The searchers came on, loose women. <laughs> Jane recounts in her book, I just can't believe I've met you again. Wall said, beaming at me, give me a call. And the moment the show was over, Jane and Wall, Wall spoke on the phone for, oh. quote, ages and ages. Phone sex. Oh. Um, but the thing that ripped them apart 26 years previously threatened to do the same again. <gasps> I was falling in love with him all over, but the searchers did 250 gigs a year, so he was often away. That Christmas, he asked her to marry him. Jane and Wall slash Ed. Wall. Wall Ed. Wall. Wall Eyed? No. Wally. Wally. Have been engaged ever since. Engaged ever since. (laughs) They have been engaged ever since. (laughs) Bless them. Since 2008. Lovely, isn't it? Isn't that a heartwarming tale? Isn't it beautiful? Love brought them back. It wasn't the right time 26 years ago, but then a little a little bit of fate and a yeah. little bit of loose loose talk. Cost lives. I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted to be fucking happy. She loves him. She loves it, loves the bones I mean, of Ed. She's a bastard, so she's happy. <laughs> 2008 saw a retrospective of the cruise, returned to the cruise, with a rather snarky narration from Robert Webb, who points out things such as the inaccuracy of her being introduced by the compare as someone who had had a number two hit in the US. Uh, Jane's giving you quite a restrained talking head. You can find the footage on YouTube. Again, if you do find the footage on YouTube, you'll notice the ad for Wix at the top, which is potentially where she got the idea for who to host her website. Uh, But yeah, fame seems to have made Jane a little bit more restrained in that talking head. She's very sort of stateswoman-like. It's lush. Mm. Then in 2009, Jane released her first album under her own label, simply titled Jane. Just Jane. Should have been just Jane. (laughs) Just Jane. Just Jane. It charted at number seven and achieved silver status within six weeks. Hey-oh. Shut up. Yeah. Graham, what's your first album going to be called? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the name of Elton John's book? She's always one step ahead. Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not do what it thank you. Me. I can never get it. Call on, semicolon. What's, what's the one? For you M.A. <laughs> you can't call your book M.A. <laughs> colon is the two dots. <laughs> me, colon. Songs you want to hear me sing. <laughs> me, colon. <laughs> Me colon songs you want to hear me sing. Me colon. Why do you want to hear me sing? I think yeah. the classic done like, right. It sounds like you're doing some sort of voodoo charm. Me colon songs <laughs> you want me to sing. That's my album. That's Put the colon album. in the right place. Just me colon songs you want me to sing. <laughs> I never know when to put my colon in the right place. Before or after, I'm not That's sure. That's the story of your life, oh, isn't it, Graham? There we go. Jane continued her successful reign on Loose Women, happy with Ed, doing her singing, and then she entered into what many would call the golden age of television. And when you say many, oh. you mean Chris Adams. <laughs> Cruising with Jane McDonald first aired on Channel 5, and the nation celebrated as the TV gold that it was. And it's the first BAFTA that the channel ever received was for Cruising with Jane McDonald. Wow. C5? Yeah. Really? The pure, pure joy of cruising with Jane McDonald was consolidated with further genius with Jane McDonald and friends and holidaying with Jane McDonald. Uh, basically, I mean, Jane. <laughs> Are they awful? I haven't seen yeah. either of those two. I mean, basically, really Jane's fun. getting paid to go on a lovely holiday and make a music video. <laughs> She's a queen! <laughs> they're not her real friends. They're not her real friends. No, but, you know, no they're not. What Telly Diva has a real... Like, Nigella's... In, you know, when Nigella cooks some milf people, they aren't her real friends. Oh, it's like they're Jamie, models. Jamie Oliver sliding down the banister and high-fiving his fake mate. Oh, yeah. Justin. My favourite is... Doesn't do that um, anymore, though, does he? The hotel inspector. Oh. I cannot talk to you enough about her. <laughs> do you realise this was this is about Jane McDonald, though? 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to come back and do Hotel Inspector. But also, I love that Holly Morgan's face when... Oh, my God, that's amazing. Can't talk about it now. No, not today. We're doing another one. <clears throat> In the peak of cruising with Jane McDonald, she was no. basically away all year. <laughs> like, she was... Aw- she's with Wall at this point. Yeah, she's She with- had the audacity to not be together with him because he'd be all around the world. Well, that'll learn him for going on tour, won't it? Exactly. Do you think that's what it is? The oh. entire career has been based around getting Wall back for going <laughs> on tour. Well, he did he has he did come on some of the later ones, but he's a homeboy. Basically, not homeboy, a homebody. Homeboy. <laughs> 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 I think Ed, the reading between the lines he was like Ed had had enough. She'd been cruising too much. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Now <coughs> Uh, we're but not the only. It went somber, didn't it? It went somber then. Oh, it did. Don't worry, we're gonna pick it up. You're not the only one that loves Jane. Adele Roberts. Did you see this, Graham? Yes, in the jungle. In the, in jungle. the jungle. So Adele, for those who don't know, she brought a picture of Jane McDonald as her luxury item with her. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> That's your your diva is your well, diva. Holly, what would your it. luxury item be? A picture of Cher. Thomas. Copy of Like a Prayer. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. The full album, not the song. He's That's strong. That is strong. Now I feel like I've been disloyal to Madonna. No, you haven't. Because I know it off by heart, so I don't need the album. Yeah, but you need different divas for different times. That's true. A diva per hour. Like, Cher would be mine for the jungle. Definitely. When I was younger, I had a clock. When different hours of the day... I have an animal that would make a different sound for each hour of the day. I would like to suggest to any entrepreneurs out there listening that we produce a diva clock. And at every hour of the day, when the sun hits it, you get a different diva greeting. Anyone want to invest? (laughs) We call it the diva clock. It's one o'clock. One o'clock would be... Do the one alone. Schneier. At one. At two. Two o'clock. Two two. <laughs> this one end. Uh, uh, who does it take? Two become one. A Spice Girl. Yeah, Spice Girl. Two become one. Three. <laughs> also, Dolly's at nine and five. Dolly's. At nine she and is. Five. Yeah. Three. You have a. You have the Supremes. Done. It's a trio. Yeah. Four. You have. <laughs> Beyonce's got an album called Four. We'll have, we'll have Beyonce at four. Five. Dolly Parton. Six. S- um. Six. <laughs> <laughs> six we have um six I pick um, up the phone that one that one that's done seven <laughs> seven I pick up the phone <laughs> it's seven Prince singing the song seven eight we have oh what's that song Khalees with I ate you so much right now <laughs> she was crazy? too early for dinner at eight uh, nine <laughs> is Dolly again. It's Dolly again. Ten is Whitney, just because doing one moment in time because it's about um, numbers, uh, about oh, time. Absolutely. Eleven, it's going to be one hour only, and then midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Walking after midnight. Done. Thank you. Can I have the patent? Who's in? Deborah Meaden. God, it's like Dragon's Den. <laughs> So in the early part of this year, 2020, disaster struck. The world would never be the same. We must all adapt to this new, strange way of life without cruising with Jane McDonald. That's right. As if we haven't suffered enough. Jane has stepped down from CWJM to concentrate on her music and to spend more time with Um. homeboy Wally. (laughs) And that's us up to date with Jane. Uh, unfortunately, she's had to postpone her tour until 2021. Graham, did you have tickets? Yes. Right, my darling. Plugs and hugs. What have you oh, got to plug? What are you plugging, babe? Oh, babe, my life. <laughs> um, you do Facebook videos and stuff, or what, you not? Yeah. What are your handles? What? <laughs> <laughs> You You're producing loads of Facebook videos and stuff. Do you want to plug them? Am I? <laughs> um, so I... Uh, if you want to look at me on YouTube, Graham Della Craze. Graham Della Craze. I'm putting stuff on Facebook. 
be honest with you, I'm bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? Isn't it a lot? <laughs> it is a lot, Greg. It is a lot. <coughs> um, that's it, really. There you Just go. Just bored. Well, Graham, it's <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Graham de la Cruising with Jane McDonald. Thank you. It's been yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, we've done it, haven't we? We've done it. I'm really sorry about the carpet, Mammy. Uh we will be sending some hot water or whatever round to, to... No, I'm just that's it now, isn't it? It's on now. That's it now. Are we done now? <laughs> We are. We hope you. Anything else? No, don't worry, Gray. We're gonna we're gonna do the end bit, and then we'll have a chat. Bye, bye, Tom. Bye, Carly. Bye, Tom. Bye, Graham. Graham's asleep. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode of Big Diva Energy. If you did, and you want to reach out and say "Hey, girl," or tell us which diva means the most to you, you can tweet us at Diva Energy. Find us on Instagram at Big Diva Energy, or email us at Big Diva Energy Pod at gmail.com. This podcast is a Dark Matters production. If you gave your life, please don't forget to like and subscribe to Big Diva Energy, wherever you get your podcasting needs. If, like Mrs. Goodman, you've been on 17 cruises and you are not happy, make like Jane and get Get in the the sea! sea. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.